Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Ksubis daf Nun Zayin. We are holding on daf Nun Vavam Beis. We are at the very end of the page. Achte Derami Bar Chama, the last line of the page. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, in honor of having children, and also Lezecher Nishmas, his mother, Goldaba Simcha, La Shalom, Nisham Shavan Aliyah. We thank him very, very much for the continued sponsorship of the daf Yomi Shiurim. So, the first thing we're going to talk about today is Machlokas, about at what point it's too late to make a Tanai to lessen the amount of the ksuba, meaning if you hold that, you can do that, that you can be pochus and basula mimasayimun almana mimana, so uh, that, or, or I'm sorry, if you hold that kol pochus and basula mimasayimun almana mimana hareza b'ilaznul, so the Gemara is going to bring, uh, that, that's the sheet of Rameir, the Gemara is first going to bring a maisa relating to the sheet of Rameir, and then the Gemara is going to discuss a machlokas or actually a double machlokas about at what point one can potentially still make it tonight to be pochus, and that's going to lead the Gemara into a discussion when we have two options of how to understand the machlokas, whether a machlokas is a machlokas in svara or a machlokas is a machlokas in what an earlier generation said. So uh, we much prefer that the machlokas be in svara than a machlokas be in the mitzius of what an earlier generation said. So that's going to be a klal that the Gemara says. This most often is known as the klal that we'd rather not say that something is a machlokas in mitzius because what an earlier generation said is a machlokas in mitzius, which means that one side is right, one side is wrong. We'd much rather say that they're arguing about something relating to Svara, where both sides could be right. We could apply Elu Ve'elu, Divrei Elukim Chaim. Then the Mishnah on Ahmed Aleph is going to discuss a husband supporting his wife, and, and if he's a Kohen, her eating Truma when he gias Manli Nase, that there is a certain point in time after the Eresin, depending whether she's a Basula or an Almana, but at a, when, when that point in time exactly is, but at a certain point in time it's expected that it's time to get married, that it's time to do Nisun, and if the husband's not uh, willing to get married at that time, he has to start supporting her, and uh, we're going to discuss her rights to eat truma from that time. The Gemara is going to give the source for the idea that by a basula it's 12 months time before she uh, she eats uh, truma, before the, before he gives malinase. Then the Gemara is going to discuss and how much time do we give by a katana, and uh, what about a bogeras? Is there more time for a katana? Is there less time for a bogeras? And then the Gemara is going to discuss the very halacha that a narusa does not eat truma typically, that normally an arusa does not yet eat truma. So why is that, that an arusa doesn't eat truma? The Gemara is going to have two possibilities with potential nafkaminas as to why it is that while she's still be'erisin, she doesn't eat truma. So let's begin. Nun vavam beiz, last line on the page, achte drami barchama. So it says the Gemara, achte drami barchama Rami barchama's sister was married to Rav Avia and irkus ksubasa, and that happened sometimes, she lost her ksuba. So also the Kamei Rav Yosef, they came to Rav Yosef to ask, are they still allowed to live together without a ksuba? So Amaluhu Rav Yosef said, Rav Meir is the one that said that, uh, that, that even if they made it tonight to be poches li'isha miksubasa, uh, the tonight is batel, and, be, and, uh, and, and even though the tonight is batel, the bia is considered a bias nus. I mean, Rav Meir said, oh, the worst of both worlds, not only is your tonight not valid and you still owe her the full 200 zuz, but since she doesn't have smichas hadas, that everything is okay, because you, you seem to be making these tanai 
time that she's going to get less. It's ki'ilu your bowl of bilas nus because Ramera holds kolapachas b'sul masayim even though to no batel and she's going to be able to collect. The lack of smichas das makes it a bias nus. So over here also, according to Rabbi Meir, even though it's a tonight based in that a woman collects her ksuba, so the fact that she doesn't have a ksuba ultimately in the end of the day is not going to uh, affect her because she'll still be able to collect the ksuba, but it's a lack of smichas das because she thinks that uh, the husband will always be able to taina that he already paid up, and therefore because she doesn't have a smichas das, that's bias nus. Yes, that is shitas Rabbi Meir. Aval but the Chum disagree, and the Chum say that you're allowed to stay together for two or three years, even without a Ksuba, and we don't have to be Choshish for Bilas Nus because of a lack of Smichas Das, and therefore don't worry about it. We pass like the Chum against Rabbi Meir, so you can stay, you can stay together. Uh, in fact, in the Sefer of Binyan Yecheskel, uh, he explains that that's why the Gemara, why, why is it that the Gemara tells us the Yichus of Rami Bar that, that that his sister was married to Rav Avia. L'chorah, that's totally unnecessary to the story. A guy, a girl that were married, they lost the ksuba, right? Who, 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 why does it make a difference uh, whose sister it was? So uh, it doesn't even mention anything about Rabbi Barchama in the story, but it's teaching us that even though she was the sister of Rabbi Barchama, so Mustama, she was well-versed in halacha, and she probably knew that she could be gova with the Tanai Beisdin. Aval Pikein, even though she probably realized that she could be gova with the Tanai, with the tanai Beisdin, it's a low plug. That since there are women that are not so mechdaita, Shitas Rabbi Meir, it's going to be a problem. Shitas Rabbi Meir, it's going to be considered that one is Boel Bi'ilaso Bi'ilas Nus. So this is the concept that uh, Rabbi Meir has, that it's Aser to stay together without a Ksuba, but the Gemara is telling us that the Chachamim disagree uh, and hold that they are allowed to stay together. So Amalei Abayi, Abayi says Rabbi Yosef, and, and, and the Gemara was saying that Rabbi Yosef Paskind, like the Chachamim, no problem staying together without a Ksuba. So Abayi says Rabbi Yosef, Amr Rav Nachman Rav Shmuel, Halacha Karebi Meir, but we have a cloud that we pass like Rav Meir in those things that he made Gzeros on. And Rav Meir made a Gzera to be Machmir, that anyone was Poches from, from, from a Ksubas Isha, then the Bias Bias Nos, because she doesn't have Smich Sadas. So we should pass like Rav Meir. It's a Gzera. So but when she loses her Ksuba, lack of Smich Sadas, it should be us for them to stay together. We should pass like Rav Meir. So Rav Yosef therefore changed his mind. And he said to Rav Abia, Ihachi Zil Ksovla. You know what? If that's true, that the then go write your wife in Uksuba because you cannot stay together without Uksuba. There is a machlokas Rishonim with Legabe what we pasken like Rav Meir. Rov Rishonim say that uh, we pasken like Rav Meir that bilas bilas nus, but not in the fact that Tana Ubatel, uh, because that's because the old Ksuba Daraisa, Masamash Kasubatar Tana Ubatel, meaning it could be that we pasken Tana Ukayim, that if you take a uh, Ksuba and you try to give less than the amount of the Ksuba, that the Tana is in fact going to be valid because we pass in Ksuba maybe is Dirabana, not Ksuba to Oraisa. Um, it's just that because Dafka, because of that, she's Losam Chadaita. However, the Rambam Shita is in the 12th Parak of Ilchasishos that Allah is Legamri Krabi Meir, even when he says to know Batel, and even if uh, she writes a Shover that says it's Kabalti, that it's going to be to know Batel. But at the end of the day, we certainly pass in 
that one should uh, have a ksuba and that it's also to lishos mishto without a ksuba at all. Now, uh, we've pointed out in the past that Ramah writes, yes, yes, that was all before Cherem Drabenu Gershom. Once Cherem Drabenu Gershom came along and said that you're not allowed to be Megarish Shabal Karcha anyway, so then there was no, uh, there was no need to, to have such an iser to stay with the wife without a ksuba because the whole point of ksuba is of that it shouldn't be so easy to, uh, to divorce her. Well, it's not going to be Kalabain of Lotzia anyway because it's not up to you, Lotzia. Because once you have Cherem Drabenu Gershom, it's not up to the person to be Lotzia. Now, every once in a while, some event happens where there are massive amounts of people that lose their ksuba all at the same time. For example, there were uh, a number of years ago, there were fires in Eretz Yisrael, in the community in Eretz Yisrael, a whole community burnt down. So, so they, thank God most people were able to get to safety, but their homes weren't safe. They, 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 uh, they, 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 their ksubas got burnt, and wouldn't you know, it happened on Erev Shabbos. So uh, are, are there, all these families going to have to split apart for Shabbos, or uh, when Hurricane Sandy happened here, a whole bunch of homes were destroyed and a lot of ksubas were lost. So is that, uh, how pressing is that? So what some people came up with an idea is always have a backup, meaning just make a photocopy of the ksuba, and that way you'll always have a backup of the ksuba, and then you uh, you won't have a problem. So that's a major discussion in Poskim, whether that works. And say for Sharmetzian Ba'alacha, he's misupak, whether it's mutter, to make a copy of the ksuba, just in case the first one gets lost, and to rely on that uh, on that copy, um, the uh, the 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 uh, so he he says anyway because you have the Rama that bismanaze you're allowed to live together without a ksuba so maybe you could be sorry that with the possibility that a copy is uh, is good enough. Rav Sturmbach writes in Shuvas Van Hagos and in Eretz Yisrael there are a lot of people that are somech on the Rabbanut because the Rabbanut always keeps a copy of the ksuba on file so they're somech on the, uh, the the copy that's in the Rabbanut and even if she loses it she's somech daita that she's going to have the ksuba and the rabbinut, and the husband's not going to be able to be motzier without a ksuba. But Rav Shurmuk says you shouldn't uh, be somich on that, because whenever you have a ksuba that's only a copy, it's going to require a lot of drisha v'chakira and bezdin, and maybe that's not good enough to give her smichas das. Meaning, maybe even if, in the end of the day, she'll be able to collect, but not easily, it's going to be uh, jumping through hoops in order to do so, maybe that itself is a lack of smichas das, and therefore it's more appropriate to write the ksuba immediately, to, uh, to write a new ksuba immediately, but uh, within reason, meaning there are times where it's not doable immediately, and then we rely, and then we have to rely on that Ramah. Okay, so now the Gemara goes back to the Machlokas, between Rabbi Yosef and Rehuda and the Brisa that we had, on Nun Vavam Beis, whether the husband can make a Tanai, Balpeh, to be Poches Midmei Ksuba, to give less than the allotted uh, amount in the Ksuba. So we had a Machlokas, whether he's allowed to make such a, a Tanai. So Kiyasa Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Am Rabbi Shem Ben Pazi, so he said in the name of Rabbi Shem Ben Pazi, Am Rabbi Shem Ben Levi Mishim Bar Kapara, Machlokas, the whole Machlokas Rehuda and Rabbi Yossi, is only if it was bitchila, if she was mocheles at the very beginning, avol besof. But if she was only mocheles at the end, l'divreakol ain't a mocheles. Then there is no machlokes. Both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi would say that uh, that she cannot be mocheles because she was already zocha in the entire ksuba, and her saying bal peh that she's mocheles is not going to work unless she actually puts it in writing and she writes a shover that says his kabalti. Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Rav Dimi, and he says. Bein Vazu, Machlokas, that whether she's Mochel Bitchila or whether she's Mochelas Basov, uh, there's going to be this Machlokas, Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Yossi, where, uh, where Rabbi Yossi holds that even though she was Mochel Basov, the Mechila Balpeh is going to work, that Rabbi Yossi holds Mechila works, 
even basof. Now, one little thing we happen to find: what on earth is bitchila and what is basof? What are we talking about? So, Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo says that the machlokas of Shmuel Levi and Rabbi Yochanan uh, about the machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi is l'didim partially minet Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan explained it to me that I know Rabbi Shmuel Levi lo palginan adadi that I and Rabbi Shmuel Levi do not disagree with each other. Um, but my bitchila de kamar Rabbi Shmuel Levi when Rabbi Shmuel Levi said bitchila. That uh, that only that where he said that they that the machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi is only betchila he means tchilas chupa at the beginning of the nisuin at the chupa and that's where Rabbi Yossi holds that tana ukayim even if it's balpeh umay sof and what does he mean when he says sof that Rabbi Shmuel Levi says that everyone agrees that once you're at sof then she cannot be mochelas that's sof bia sof sof means after the bia which is the end of the nisuin so it turns out that what Rabbi Shmuel Levi means to say is that from the beginning of the chuppah until the end of the chuppah, that's called tchila. That's where you have machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. But once there's already been a bia, that's what you call sof. Then even Rabbi Yossi is moda that uh, she cannot uh, issue a tenai balpeh to be poches from the ksuba. And when I, Rabbi Yochanan, said ben bazu ben bazu machlokas that the machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi is even basof, I meant something else by sof. When I said sof, I meant sof chupa, which is before the bia. So therefore, it turns out that both Rabbi Shob and Levi, and both I, says, uh, says who was it, Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Avo, I think, that, uh, that we uh, that would, would agree that there is no machlok Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi after the bia. Um, after the bia, everyone agrees that she's Eidem Ocheles Balpeh, that she cannot be Mocheles so it turns out that there are three different time frames. There's the the time of Knisa Luchopa, which is the Tchila, both according to Rabbi Shobal Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. Both according to Rabbi Shobal Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. There's after the Chupa, but before the Bia, where according to Rabbi Shobal Levi, that's called Tchila. According to Rabbi Yochanan, that's called Sof. And that's the time frame that everyone agrees that Rabbi Yosin and Rabbi Yudha disagree that the Machlokas Rabbi Yosin and Rabbi Yudha, uh, applies, right? Everyone agrees, meaning all the Amorayim agree that the Machlokas Tanaim applies in that intermediate, in that mi- middle time frame, can she or can she not make a Tanai Balpeh to be Pochis from the Ksuba, and then there's the Zmanov after the Bia, that's where Rabbi Shobin Levi calls Sof, and everyone, all the Amoraim agree that, that all the Tanaim agree that at that point it's too late to make a Tanai. So the whole Machlokas Amoraim as to what the, the, uh, the so, so there is no Machlokas Amoraim as to what the Tanaim say. There is a Machlokas Tanaim the question is when that Machlokas Tanayim applies. All the Amoraim agree that the Machlokas Tanayim applies in that middle time frame of after the Chuppah, before the Bia. Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Amr Shimon Pazi, he said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Pazi, Amr Shimon Levi Bar Kapara, um, that uh, the same, he, he's quoting the same people, that Machlokas, the whole Machlokas Tanayim between Rabbi Yudha and Rabbi Yossi is only Lebasov, Aval Betchila, it's only the basof, but betchila. Everyone agrees that she can be mocheles, and the tonight is going to be kayam. For Rabbi Yochanan, 
Bein Bazu, Bein Bazu, Machlokas. And Rabbi Yochanan says that uh, whether she's Machelis Pethila, whether she's Machelis Pesof, you're going to have Machlokas Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Yossi. Some Rabbi Avohu, Rabbi Avohu says that the Machlokas Rabbi Shimon Levi Rabbi Yochanan um, is that there is no Machlokas Rabbi Shimon Levi Rabbi Yochanan. Rather, Lididim, if Farshin and Minei Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan explained to me that Rabbi Shimon Levi lo palginan adadi that I and Rabbi Shimon Levi, who seem to be saying very different things, do not in fact disagree with each other. What was the basof that Rabbi Shoban Levi was saying uh, where he said that uh, that only in such a case is there machlokas Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi? That's sof chuppah. That still means before the chuppah. And when Rabbi Shoban Levi says tchila, that means tchilas chuppah, before the chuppah. And in that time frame, everyone agrees that she could be mochelas. All the Tanayim agreed that she could be mochelas because the Nisuin didn't happen yet. And when I, Rabbi Yochanan, said, Bein bazu, bein bazu machlokas, that the machlokas is both betchila and basof, I meant tchilas bia besof bia. But by tchilas chupa, everyone agrees that she could be mochelas and the Tanai is going to be kayim. So it turns out that both according to Rabbi Shobin Levi and according to me, says Rabbi Yochanan, there is no machlokas tanaim uh, except for sof chupa, which is tchilas bia and sof bia. But by tchilas uh, chupa, everyone agrees that she's going to be mochelas. So Amr of Papa, Ilav da Amr of Yavau, had it not been that Rabbi Yavau said, the didim farshi liminei Rabbi Yochanan, that Rabbi Yochanan explained to him, Danov Rabbi Shubin Levi lo palginan adadi, that he and Rabbi Shubin Levi do not disagree with each other, but uh, Ravdimi and Ravin disagree within the shita of Rabbi Shubin Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. So Hava Amina, I would have thought to say the opposite, that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shubin Levi pligi, that it's more likely to say that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shubin Levi disagree in what situation the Machlokas Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yudha applies, but Rav Dimi Viravin, who each said a different version of the Machlokas of earlier Amoraim, of Rabbi Shomel Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, low pligi, meaning we have three generations over here in play. We have the Tanaim, who definitely argued, Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, and then we had a uh, generation of, uh, of, of Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shoban Levi, of early Amoraim, and then we had a uh, generation of Rav Dimi and Ravin. So given the choice of either Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shoban Levi agreeing with each other, and Rav Dimi and Ravin arguing about what Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Levi said, uh, versus Rav Dimi and Ravin agreeing with each other, and, uh, and, and, and uh, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shoban Levi disagreeing about a Svara, so I would, it, would, it would have been better to say, Hava Amina, I would have thought it would be better to say that Rabbi Yochum and Rabbi Levi, um, that, uh, that, that Rabbi Yochum and Rabbi Levi um, are, are, are pligi, the earlier generation are arguing, and the latest generation of Rav Dimi and Ravin are low pligi, that they're not arguing with each other, myself to come a Ravin, and when Ravin says sof in the name of Rabbi Yochum and Levi, that only basof is there a machlokas tonaim, that's sof that's the sof chupa, which is the tchilas bia. But tchila uh, means tchilas chupa, where even Rabbi Yudah's moda that she could be mochelas. Umayt tchila to come Ravdimi. And when Ravdimi says in Imr Shabbat Levi tchila, that it's only in tchila that you have machlokas between Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yudah, that's tchilas bia. But sof bia, even Rabbi Yosef is going to be moda that she cannot be mochelas. And Rabbi Yoch 
Yochanan disagrees with Rabbi Shimon Levi and holds both B'tchilas Chupa and B'sof Bia that the Machlokas Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yudah applies. So I ask him, what's Rav Papa's point over here? Meaning, uh, we know that where the Machlokas occurred. The Machlokas occurred in this last generation. So you're telling me that you would have preferred if they'd not argue in that generation. You would have preferred if it was an earlier generation that argued. Well, uh, that's very nice. But w- w- what's the Chiddush? Why, why are you t- telling me what you would have preferred? Rabbi Yavo already said what he said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that he does that Rabbi Yochanan himself uh, was made that he agrees with Rabbi Shimon Levi and Rav Papa is not arguing on that Rav Papa can't deny that Rabbi Yochanan himself said that he agrees with Rabbi Shimon Levi so you're not going to change that so Lamaynaf Kamina that Rav Papa had a preference that it be a different uh, machlokas than it actually is so says Marahakamashman no no it's a very important chiddush actually that it's telling me Rav Papa is telling me a cloud to apply in all other places that whenever you have a, a machlokas amrayim about a matter where the svar is nota ta'asra to be matir, like Rabbi Shubh and Levi and Rabbi Yochanan uh, could be arguing in svara, and then you have a later machlokas amoraim about what the earlier amoraim said, like the machlokas between Ravdimi and Ravin, and you have the wiggle room to be able to explain either that the early Amoraim are arguing in Din, they're arguing in Svara, and they're Talmidim who, uh, who, 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 uh, who, who taught what they're saying um, are, are, uh, are not arguing about what their Rebbeim held. They're both, uh, they both of the Talmidim are, are, are in agreement or you have the other option of saying that the early Amoraim were in full agreement and they said the same thing. It's only the Ba'im Achareim, it's only the Talmidim who are arguing about what the early Amoraim said. When you have those two options, you'd much rather say that the Machlokas Amoraim was in Svara, was in Din, and not that you have a later generation of Amoraim that are arguing about what an earlier generation of Amoraim said. Because if you can say that they argue about what an earlier generation of Amram said, then one of them is, as Rashi says, Mishakir Bidvarov. One of them is not telling the truth. One of them is incorrect. But if you're going to say that the Achronim uh, do not disagree, but the, uh, the Rishonim uh, disagree in Svara, then it's not Shekhar, then each one is saying his Svara, his Tam. And then you could apply Elu Velu Devil Kim Chaim. Rashi expounds on this. Rashi uh, is a famous Rashi over here, actually, in uh, Dibra Maskal Hakamashmalan, where Rashi explains that the concept of Elu Velu Devil Kim Chaim does not mean that two opposite mitzvahs can be correct at the same time. It means that there are two opposite perspectives in Svara that could both be correct and both fit within Divrei Lekim Chaim. But once they're arguing on a mitzvah of what did or did not somebody say, so then you can't have two, uh, two opposite mitzvahs that, uh, that are actually correct and therefore we have to assume that one of them is incorrect and we'd much rather not say that one of them is incorrect. I heard from uh, Rav Simon in Yeshiva in the name of uh, Rav Aaron Salvechik that he thought that every single time there's a Machlokas and Metzius and Shas, you could turn it into a Machlokas and Alacha, right? If there's a Machlokas in the Gemara, is it big or is it small? So it's not a Machlokas, is it big or is it small? It's a Machlokas, what, what do we consider big and what do we consider small? Meaning uh, they, they, they agree in the Metzius of exactly what it is, but does the Alacha consider that big or consider that small? That almost every Machlokas and Metzius you could turn into Machlokas and Alacha. What's the motivation of doing that? This is the motivation of doing that, because if you say that it's a Machlokas and Metzius, then you can just check and somebody's going to be right, and somebody's going to 
be wrong. So uh, Rashi used the term Meshachar B'Dvarav. I don't think that he means that. I don't think he means that one of them is lying. I think he means that one of them is saying that which is in fact not true, but not that he's lying, meaning that it was a misunderstanding. The same, that, that, that's how Machlokas often uh, uh, develops, is that somebody didn't understand the Rebbe properly. So someone sent me an email this morning, why do we assume that one of them is Meshachar B'Dvarav? Why not just assume that they both heard from the Rebbeim at different times and that people changed their mind uh, throughout their lives. So why not just, that's a good kasha. So maybe the Gemara somehow knew that both of the later generation, that Rav Dimi and Ravin were both learning by the same people at the same time. Maybe they knew that they were sitting in Shir at the same time. So if that's, uh, if that's the case, then they both had access to them at the same time. But I don't know. I don't know. The question may be better than the answer. So, okay, now we move on to the next Mishnah. So the Mishnah tells us that when a person is be'erisin, when you have an arus and his uh, and his arusa, so there's a from the time of the eris until the time of the nisuin, there's an expected time frame in between, and at the and once the time comes where the nisuin is supposed to happen, if one of them pushes off uh, the nisuin, they're considered to be moreid, and uh, they write a letter against them that they're moreid. So our mission discusses what halachos begin to apply at the time of the nisuin. So no the besul shleimas v'chodesh mishatava habal. So first of all, there's a 12-month time frame from the Eresin until the Nisuin, that they're expected to have the Nisuin, the Farni Sasatsman. She's given 12 months to prepare for the wedding, to prepare whatever clothing she needs, whatever tachshitim she needs to uh, to get ready for the wedding. Just like we give the woman time, we also give the man time, the Farni because he's going to be, she may have to pay for her dress and tachshitim and everything else, he's going to have to pay for the wedding. It's the husband that uh, pays for the wedding. That's what Shakta says often in uh, divorce negotiations, Negotiations. It's helpful to remember that because uh, sometimes uh, the, uh, the the uh, the the husband will uh, be demanding a certain amount of money, and you can say, okay, but uh, you should have paid for the wedding, and the uh, Kala's father paid for uh, half or more of the wedding, so you got to pay her back, you know, for that. So that that could help, uh, you know. Figure out, uh, you know, close the gap sometimes in the negotiations. But anyway, uh, so so kachnos and lish. So do we give the man the farni sasatzmo to pay for the wedding? Ula almana, and if the girl is an almana, she's out of basula shloshim yom. Then it's thirty days. It's not twelve months. Now he gives manvelo nisu if the time came for the nisuin and they didn't get married because the husband was being ma'akiv. He was delaying. So ochlos mishalo, she gets to be supported from his nechasim. The chum already mechayiv him like a regular husband in giving mazonos to his wife, and if he's a Kohen, she can eat Truma from the day that uh, that they should have been married. How could she do that? They're not married yet, because Midah Raisa, already from Erison, she'd be allowed to eat Truma. It's only a Din Rabbanan that she's not allowed to eat Truma from Erison. So the Rabbanan say, okay, so by the time she should have been married, she's allowed to eat Truma. So this is Machlokas Tanoim, how much uh, a Truma the Kohen is allowed to give to his Arusa when it's Higiyaz Man. Rabbi Tafer Nomer Nosna Hakol Truma. He can give all of the support, all of the food could be Truma. Now, practically, she's not going to be able to eat Truma all the time, because there is a halacha, that it's Nisadar Reis, Chiv Misa, to eat Truma Betuma. And a woman who becomes a Nida typically will be Tame for X amount of days out of the month. So uh, she's going to be Tame at certain points, but nevertheless, the husband is allowed to give it all as Truma. Rabbi Kiva, Amr Rabbi Kiva says, no, can't give her all Truma, 
Mechza chulin, mechza truma. You do half, half, half truma, half chulin. And the Yerushalmi explains that the shear of chulin that he has to give her is mechza because shanoshim mitsuyos le taros. That very often women are tame and they'll be metame taros. Still a little bit difficult to understand why it would be mechza, meaning certainly from a Tanayim perspective, the Gemara tells us, uh, the, the Chumash tells us, that Mekar Adin, a woman becomes a nida, she's tame for seven days. Seven days on a typical month, that's, uh, that's not mechza, that's less than a quarter. That's less than 25%. Yeah, later on, Hiskin Rebbe Basados, Rebbe made a takana that we were no longer able to tell the difference between Yemei Nida and Yemei Ziva. So Rebbe made a takana that if a woman bleeds one day, you need that day plus six more days. If she bleeds uh, two days, so you need uh, those two days plus six more days. And if she bleeds three days, then you need Shivanakim. So let's assume most women, when they get their periods, will bleed three days. So she'll require Shivanakim as well. Even then, it's 10 days, it's 11 days. So most women will be for five days. Okay, so it's 12 days that uh, you need Shivan Akim. Then Rabbi Zeira came along and uh, in the times of the Amorayim, and Rabbi Zeira said, I feel rose, Tipas Tam Chardal, That even if she sees the Tipas Tam Chardal, <coughs> she's going to require Shivan Akim. Still, you don't get to uh, 50%, but then you're getting a lot closer, right? Once you're saying that she's always going to need Shivan Akim. People don't realize Rabbi Zeira didn't really, it wasn't such a huge Chumrah, because uh, what Rabbi was already Misakin pretty much required just about that anyway. Meaning, when a woman got her regular period, so she probably bled for three days anyway. So if she's bleeding for three days, then even from a Rebbe perspective, uh, it's going to require Shiva Nikim. And, and if she bled for less than three days, if she bleeds for only one day, Rebbe was already requiring six days. So uh, all Rabbi Zera added was an extra day, meaning it was only one more day that Rabbi Zera actually required. So Rabbi Zera, the 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 Amr Rabbi Zera, the Bnei Latzman, wasn't uh, you know such a uh, a huge uh, huge change. But uh, be that as it may, it's a little difficult to understand the mechza mechza over here. Um, but anyway, that that's the machlokas tanaim. Can you give her entirely truma, or does it have to be mechza mechza, or can it even be mechza mechza, uh, or does he have to provide a certain amount? of chulin so that she could eat be a, be a and have it as mechza mechza. So now the Gemara, the Mishnah discusses a woman who's mu'ureses and the husband dies and now he, she has a yavam so does she get to eat the yavam's truma if he's a kohen? So a yavam truma. A yavam does not feed his yavam a truma. So if uh, the husband dies within that 12 month time period where she's uh, preparing for the wedding so if for six months the husband was still alive and then and then for the next six months, the Yavam was around. Even if for 11 months and 28 days, 29 days, she was uh, the husband was alive and he died on the last day before the wedding. And that last day, she was uh, connected to the Yavam. Or maybe only the first day of the year, uh, the husband was still alive and he dropped dead right after the Eresin. And then the whole rest of the year, she was Yavam. If the oven's a Kohen, she does not eat Shuma. Rashi writes that even if she was Bechaye Baila, the full Shema Sechodesh, she doesn't eat Shuma because even if she eats Mishal Baila while he's alive, uh, when he dies, it's Paka Kinyano. When he dies, that Kinyan is gone and therefore she doesn't eat Shuma anymore. 
Tosfos and other Rishonim disagree because the Gemara didn't say that. The Gemara was careful to say, and Yom Echad Bifnei Ayavim. It sounds like that uh, that the husband didn't make it the full twelve months, but had the husband made it the full twelve months, and she's already Zocha in the the Truma, so then she, the Ayavim would be able to be Machil her the Truma as well because he's Omeid B'Makom Abal. So anyway, Zomishna Rishonah. That was the Mishnah Rishonah. But Beis and Shalachrein Amru. A later Beis came along and said, Eni Shachelus B'Truma Asher Tikanis Luchava. None of this. A woman is not allowed to eat truma. I don't care how many months have passed. A woman is not allowed to eat truma until she goes into the chuppah. So minani mili. So first, the Gemara says, where do we get the twelve months idea from? Where does that come from? So Amar of Chisda Damakrak, because the pasuk says when Rivka was getting married, that Eliezer Eved Avram wanted to take her to Eretz Yisrael for Yitzchak. Vayomer Achia Viima Teishev Hanari Itanu Yamim O Asar. That they uh, that her brother and her mother said, let her stay with us. Yamim O Asar. My Yamim. What does Yamim mean? E Leima Trey if it means two days, is that the way people talk? That Armule, they say to Eliezer, let the letter stay with us, Yamim, which means Treyomi. Eliezer says, Lo, no, I, I don't want to wait two days. I want to go sooner. So so then they say, Okay, Asariyomi, you know, oh, Asar, we'll, we'll do 10 days instead. That's that's not negotiating in good faith, right? Uh, you don't go in the opposite direction in the negotiation. Elamai Yamim, Shana. So it must be Yamim means a year because the Pasuk talks about a house in a, a city that's Mukafas Choma where you want to be put to the house and it says Yamim Tia Gulasa and over there it means that you could redeem the house up until one year after the purchase and after that it belongs to whoever bought it forever and you're never going to be able to be Goel that house over here also what happened in this conversation is that they wanted her to stay Yamim meaning a full year before going back Eliezer said no way they said okay Asar how about 10 months? And from there we see that uh, the appropriate amount of time to give to a basula is 12 months, right? That's always the question. Can you really derive halachos from the marriage negotiations that were done by the likes of Lavan and Besuel. And uh, right, that's how we learn Shemar uh, Brachos and other Alachos. So most understand this is an Asmachta and this is not a real din. It's not something that we would, you know, the Minani Mili is from where do we have an Asmachta for this idea? Ve'ema Chodesh. Maybe Yamim means a month. Tirsiv ad Chodesh Yamim, because the Pasuk says by uh, that that uh, that that Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, by the Mesoninim that Kodesh Baruch Hu given Basar ad Chodesh Yamim. So there Yamim. So maybe over here also Yamim means Chodesh. So Amri done in Yamim Stam mi Yamim Stam. They ain't done in Yamim Stam mi Yamim Shnem Ben Chodesh. If the word Yamim appears in two different contexts by the Batei Choma, it just says Yamim, and that means a full year, and it appears by the Mesoninim, but it says Chodesh Yamim. So we see from there that the, yam, the word yamim stam means a full year. Only when it's qualified with the word chodesh does it mean less than a full year. So When the girl is still a katana, both she and her father could uh, delay the marriage even more than 12 months until she becomes a gadola. That's not considered moredes, meaning the assumption of our Mishnah is at a certain point she's moredes by not being willing to get married. But for a katana, it's not considered moredes. So bishlami matzi ma'akva. I understand why she could be ma'akev because it's no gator. She doesn't want to get married when she's uh, 11 years old. Ela aviha but as far as the father of the katana, if she's perfectly happy getting married, uh, 
already when she's still a katana, avia may nafka You know, why does what does it matter to the father? What taina does the father have? Why can he be ma'akev? Says Gemara, savar because the father kintaina uh, that hashdalo yada. She's still a katana. She doesn't know what's good for her yet. And even if she's saying she wants to get married, lemachar mimrda. She's not. She doesn't know what marriage is. Tomorrow she's gonna have tainas and she's not gonna be happy. Venafka, and then she's gonna leave. She's gonna run away from him. Fasi venafka lavai, and she's gonna be right back in my house. And now I'm gonna have to find her a shidduch, and she's already divorced, and that's gonna be much harder. So I'm Rabbi Abba Bar Levi, ain't poskin ala katana la siyak she katana. We do, we are not mechayev a katana to get married when she is a katana, uh, because that ala poskin ala katana la siyak she gedola. But when she's a katana, we could already set up that the marriage to take place when she is a gedola. So pshita, isn't that obvious that you could be posik to let her get married when she's a gedola? What would be the problem with that? So that maybe that uh, is going to cause her to become nervous. Mehashta uh, already while she's a katana v'cholsha and she's uh, going to be weakened by her nervousness. So kamashmulan, they don't have to worry about that. That adraba uh, maybe she'll have yishuvadas that she already has her chasen picked out and that she knows when, she, when she's a gedola that she knows who she's going to who she's going to marry. So I'm Rav Huna bagra yom echad. If a nara became a bogeres and then v'niskadsha and then she had kiddushin nosla shoshim yom kalmana. She doesn't get a bogeres doesn't get the twelve months. She only gets thirty days to prepare a tachshitin just like an almana. So meisve we ask uh, from that which we said in the brisa bagra harehi kitavua. A bogeres is like an arusa that the husband uh, told her to get ready to get married and he doesn't have to be tovea befeirish. So my love kitavua de besula. Doesn't that mean like an arusa that the husband was tovea the, 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 the that, that I'm sorry that she was tovea the baal to marry her where we give twelve months so bageres also get, gets twelve months even though uh, the, there was no tovias so that's a kashan rafunu said that she only gets thirty days lo kitavua dalmana we just said kitavua we didn't say li- like who so maybe it means like an almana that it's thirty days so tashmas as well we'll bring a raya from. A Mishnah, if a Bogaris waited 12 months and still isn't married, Rebbe Lazar says that even though a husband cannot be made for Nidre Arusaso uh, without the father's help, a husband with a, when it's only in Arusa can't do a first in the dorm yet. Since after 12 months, he's the one that's on the hook to support her, so he alone could be made for her nidarim. So, so you see from there that a Bogaris, after 12 months, he has to support her. So she gets 12 months. So Ema, no, the Gemara answers, the, the girsa is not uh, that, 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 uh, that, that, that not that the twelve months are uh, are 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 for, are going on the case of Bogaris, but it's a different situation. It's saying a nara that waits twelve months and uh, Bogaris. It's not talking about twelve months. It's two different cases. It's Bogaris. And they're two different cases. Either way, in either situation, the uh, the husband could be made for an adar. So Tashma is trying to bring another raya. Hamari says Whether the husband wants to get married and she's pushing it off, Whether she wants to get married, he's pushing it off. We get twelve months to, to, to push off the wedding uh, for twelve months. That the clock 
clock starts on 12 months from the time that one of them says, I want the marriage to happen, not from the Erisin. And if she became a Bogeres, then it says, if she was, there was already a Tzviya for, for marriage. So, So it says, she's and then she had Kiddushin, she gets 12 months. And, and, and an Arusa, that uh, sometimes Arusa only gets Shloshim Yom. So it says, you see, Tiyufta, Dravuna, Tiyufta, that you see that clearly it's a Tiyufta and Ravuna, uh, that even a Bogaris gets Shnei Masuchodesh and not only Shloshim Yom. But what was that last line? Maila Ula Arusa Shloshim Yom. What was it talking about when it said, and Arusa gets 30 days? We just said that even a Bogaris Arusa gets 12 months. So I'm Rapapach Kamar. Bogaris Sha'avru Aleha before she was Niskatcha, Shnei Masuchodesh Bebagros. She's already been a Bogaris for a full year. And then Viniskacha, then also Shoshimim Kalmana. So we say that a Bogaris only gets, uh, uh, that a Bogaris gets 12 months, that's only in the first year of Bagrus. But after that, she has the same din as an Almana, she only gets 30 days. He gives Manvalonis. We then said that if the time came and they didn't get married, she could eat Truma. So if the husbands are coming. So Amru, the Dvartara, Arusa, Basisola, Chels, Pichuma. Really, even as an Arusa, she's Lari Truma. Shinamra, the Kohen, Kiyikin, and Nefesh, Kinyan, Kaspo. Because we said that when it's Kinyan, Kaspo, who Yochalbo? And the wife is the Kinyan Kaspo, the Kohen, from the time of Erisin. So why Midrabana did we say she shouldn't eat Truma? If you give her Truma and she's still living in her parents' house, she may share it with the people in her parents' house. So then why does that change the 12 months if they haven't had any suin yet? She's still living in the parents' house. Shouldn't we have the same concern? So says Mar Hasam Once it's a Giazman, since the husband has to support her, uh, he, Miyachid is a special place for her in order that she shouldn't feed the Mizonos to her family. If that's the case, a Kohen who is hired to uh, pick grain for a Yisrael, because he's working, he's living in Yisrael's house, so he's the, 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 the house servant of a Yisrael. She shouldn't be allowed to eat Truma because he might feed it to the Yisrael. No, he's hired by the Yisrael, so he's eating the Yisrael's food, so there's very little chance that he's going to be providing food to the, uh, to, to, to the boss. So that's one explanation of why she doesn't, uh, she, of, of why they were gozer, that an Arusa does not eat Truma, but tomorrow we'll pick up with the second shita as to why it is that an Arusa does not eat Truma. Okay, have a good day, everyone.